classic. 2016s. Uh, first of all, I'm a New York nigga. New kicks, new chicks, and new fitted. You can put me anywhere, I'ma kick it. 125th G Depp, let's get it. I hate when niggas say you make real hip hop. I will still fuck your bitch in Gucci flip flops. The problem is, if I say anything intelligent, you call it conscious like it's somehow not relevant. I agree that this ain't really for KOD, but say La V out the bows in the SUV. On my way to the Black Oscars, the late Oscar Grant is getting on it. Somebody tell Ryan Coogler he's a monster. And Magic and Jordan will be the sponsors. The great Quincy Jones will pick the artist. For the Robert Glasper Ensemble. Oh, look, it's the LeBron sipping on our mom with the Simmons and the Carters and Obamas. Alright, let me not get your hopes up. The joke's up. Got you niggas nervous like the ropes up. Now I'm not as melanated as the greatest, but I know chocolate, Lou Gossett niggas who don't say this. Who's the nicest nigga you know of? For every joint that he got, I make four of. Oh, with these 16s, I got more of. Sip something clean, go ahead and roll up. For all the women whose Uggs are not yeah. leaning and drugs Welcome to the Misfits of Comedy Podcast. It is your boy, C.J. Charles, in the house. I have a very special guest here, man, a, a, a veteran of the game, 23 plus years, uh, Mr. Nima Williams. What's up, y'all? Hey. Let me say the proper accolades for this gentleman while he's here. He's been on BET Comic View, uh, heard seven times, Cedric the Entertainer's starting lineup, Comic uh, Groove on Comedy Central. Uh, he got Diddy's uh, Bad Boys of Comedy on HBO. Martin Lawrence's presents First Amendment, which is the post I put up, and tons of other stuff, man. And White Boys in the Hood, which which not a lot of people know about. White Boys in the Hood, I ain't know about that. What, what channel that was on? In Scre- uh, it was on. Um, I want to say it was on Showtime. It was on Showtime. Hosted by Talent from New York. Talent is the dude. Man, he's so funny, that man. I love Talent, fun. man. That dude is he he he, he. off the head. Killer. 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 So how long you, how, how, I mean, where you from? We Originally don't Oakland, California. Uh, Oakland, California. Damn. Comedy start, Oakland, California. First time ever on stage, Linnell hosted. I love Linnell. Yeah, I met Linnell in person Linnell, with, with Hope Flood when I went to a convention. Yeah. Linnell's so down to earth. She's so awesome. Easy to talk to. Yeah, first time I ever got on stage was at Dorsey's Locker in Oakland, California, and, and Linnell was the host. And I had only been out of prison for two days. Nice. Lunel, I mean, <laughs> Oakland's a tough crowd. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to expect. The funny thing is how I got on stage. How you got on stage? I actually told uh, Oris Washington, the DJ, and nobody knew me there because I had been locked up for most of the 90s. I was locked up from 91 to 99. Okay. So I got out um, in 99, and I, I decided to become a comedian in jail. But I'll tell you a story about that. It's a crazy story. So I just said, I'm going to get on stage. So I, we didn't have the internet even. We had the internet then, but I had never used the internet. So it was just completely foreign to me. I'm looking at newspapers and... I saw something about Dorsey's Locker doing comedy. I said, man, that's right up the block, and that's right down the street, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is almost Berkeley, but, you know, it wasn't far from me. So I go up to Oris Washington, and I told him, I said, I wish, I said, hey, man, I want to get some stage time. He said, well, well, what's your name? I said, Nima Williams. He said, what have you been on? I said, uh, Comedy Central. Um, and they didn't, you know, it's a black club, so they didn't know who I was. I could have been on Comedy Central. Right. right. So then Linnell um, um, announces me as she's worked with me before, you know, because she's showing love. She, right. she, you know, she's not going to not say that. She's right, going right, say, right. very funny she's dude, worked with him before. Um, he, he recently did Comedy Central, coming to the stage. So I go up there and, you know, I do a, a, a five. I do five minutes. And 
it wasn't my first time doing comedy per se because right. I had actually been doing comedy in jail for almost a year. Right. I was actually doing stand up in jail, okay. which is a crazy story. I'll tell you more about that. Um, so then I do my set and then I, I, I get in, about to get off. I got some claps, which is, Dorsey's Locker is a thug ass crowd. It's, it's a hard one. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like when Sean Larkins used to do the ice. What's the ice spot he used to do over here? It was a room he used to do a long time ago. Yeah, I know rough, 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 rough. So as I'm getting off, I, I, I hug her and I said, I said, um, I said, this is my first time on stage, Seth. And, and she just said, hold up. Pulled me back and said, this is this Ann's first time on stage. Mm -hmm. Man, give it up for me. They all showed me love. So the funniest thing about that, there was some, some um, Oakland comics there, Daniel Dugar, Kirk McHenry. Um, a few cats were there, right? And I'm still very institutionalized, right. extremely institutionalized. So I get off stage and they call me in the back come talk to me as a comic and I thought they wanted to fight me right so we get in the back of Dorsey's locker and I'm like what's up man what's going on <laughs> and, and you know, their faces was like hold on whoa what are you talking about we comedians we want to know if you want to know about more comedy spots and I was like oh yeah yeah I'd love to <laughs> let me recall myself I, I mean you know in jail let's go in the back I thought that meant like right. they had some kind of weird beef with me. I didn't know. I didn't understand anything. <laughs> so I thought they wanted to fight me. <laughs> I walked to the back. Like, what's happening? What's up? <laughs> they, they were so perplexed. <laughs> like, Who is this white man slipping out? Afraid to fight us. <laughs> so how they do the comedy in jail? What's that? How'd that go? Oh man, it's such a crazy story, man. I wanted. I always wanted to be an actor when I was young. I always wanted. To, I, I did a lot of youth theater when I was young. I always right. had a dream to be, you know, in Hollywood somehow. And then, you know, times got rough, late 80s. I started selling dope a little bit. Okay. And then, you know, by 90, 91, 92, I, I got locked up. And uh, I'd say probably my last couple years I was locked up. Um, there was a full lockdown. And my roommate at the time was this dude named, um, damn, I can't remember his name right now. It's killing me. I can't, I, I haven't forgot this dude's name ever in my life. I'll come back to it. I'll remember. It was my roommate. Okay. Um, he was a rapper, and he actually got signed to a label on the street. Mm. And he was a very talented rapper, extremely talented. But he got out. He was still on parole. Went back for domestic violence. Did a bunch of years. Never heard from him again. Straight Lace. That's his name. Lacey Jackson. Straight Lace. Straight Lace was his rapper name. So he he um the the, the guards the the COs put together a talent contest because they wanted to hear him perform. Mm. Basically, you couldn't exclude any racial group. So they had to put together a talent show. The white boys can be involved. The Mexicans can be involved. By the way, I was not with the whites in jail. I was with, I was with the Bay Area four or five. So I was, you know, if the whites were on lockdown, I was still out. The right. were on lockdown, I was. <laughs> so I was never, you know, saying so. Um, my roommate was a black dude, Lacey Jackson. So I was on complete lockdown because I had just been in a fucking riot. <laughs> I had just been in a riot against the whites on the side of the Muslims because my boy from EPA. Um, these uh, Aryans, they was walking around and sitting next to the Muslim cats. It was the answer on Muhammad's, and they was just slicing faces. Damn. So a lot of dudes were getting out with these buck fifties. Mm. And the white boys who was going to do it with a with a t people with no, they was trying to earn their stripes. Right, right. These little dudes who went about nothing, right. they'll sneak up on you right. and slice your face. So I had just got off lockdown for a whole other reason. Oh, my nose was broken at the time. That's right, I got to fight. Simone just broke my nose. Like, <laughs> Um, so uh, I'm on I'm I'm on phase one, which means you can only come out your room one hour a day, and I'm lifting weights and shit. I look over and I see my man Sal from EPA, and I'm not thinking Muslim, white. I'm not thinking nothing. I'm always against the whites in prison, but that's just how it was. 
So I'm seeing him, these three white boys are jumping on him, and I thought they were slicing his face. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually laying on the ground doing some, some tricep mm -hmm. joints. And um, threw it down, ran over, and I grabbed the one white dude. I started fighting with him. So me and Sal whooping these three white dudes. Because, you know, three on one, Sal probably could have took him, but I think that he was surprised. And that was a big dude. Right, right, right. So me and him beat the hell out of him. So there were more black people on the yard that day than there were white people. And all gang affiliations joined in simultaneously. The Crips, the Bloods, the, the, even the, the um, Fresno 14s, there were some black dudes who were Fresno 14s with the Basin Nortenos, but they still were black. Beat them white boys like it was a civil rights anthem. Like it was, <laughs> they beat them white boys. It was a horrid like scene. Condo was, drums. I'm talking stomping out. They took the, all the civil rights out on their faces. Um, <laughs> And they wanted to blame somebody for it. And the, the, it was a very racist situation where the guards were kind of racist. And what the, why is this white dude beating up these white dudes? They, they did, I, was, I faced a lot of racism in there. The guards were very mad at me. Um, so they blamed me for starting a dorm disturbance, which is I incited the riot. And I got a whole lockdown from that. So when I got off of lockdown, I was in, I was in a shoe program. People don't know what the shoe program it actually stands for solitary housing. Okay. So that's what the shoe is, you know. The shoe program, twenty-four, you know, twenty-four lockdown. So while I was in the shoe program, the um, the white officers were treating me semi poorly. Um, they let me get jumped on a little bit by some white dudes, and they were denying me some shower time, some rec time, nothing too serious. Um, so this this dude had become a, a lead officer on this one hall called American Hall, which is a program hall. And program hall is kind of like. If you ever watch Oz, mm -hmm. Oz is supposed to be like Emerald City. is supposed to be where all the programs live. Mm -hmm. So this black um, lead officer took me off of there, and he justified having me in that hall because he said, we need workers to be on this hall, trustees to be on this hall. If somebody drops their phase or the phase one, we need a worker to be here. So he got me taken off, put on put on American Hall. Now what happened in that situation is I went from a 23-1 lockdown with nothing in my room, not even books, to a room with a 13-inch TV <laughs> with, with uh, uh, all kinds of zoom zoom and wham whams, you know, cookies and snacks and, and noodles. And nice. I was in heaven. Upgrade. I was still on 23-1 lockdown, but I was in absolute heaven because I had a TV and food. So me and Lacey got real tight. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Lacey Jackson gets a deal. He's about to do this talent show joint. So everybody who wants to be in the talent show, you're supposed to put your flag out the window. Now, a flag is a piece of paper that you roll up and stick it out the slot in the door and wave it up and down. So if they see the flag in your, in your slot in your door, that means, you know, come to my door and take my name. So they came to my door to take my name, and uh, the cop was like, Williams, you're on, you're on modified program. You're not coming out here. You can't be around other inmates. And I said, oh, man. He said, and they tried to, like, call a bluff on me. And said, um, you know, I, he said, I'll put you in if, if you perform. And I said, I, I put me down. So I didn't know what to do. So I got on the wire vent system. We can all talk to each other. So the vent system, yelled at the vent system. So I started talking to other people from the Bay Area. I was like, what can I do? I ain't got the talent. So we used to have these rap battles on the yard. Mm -hmm. And I, could, I can't freestyle to save my life. I can't either. I, I cannot freestyle. It's a thing that I hate about myself. <laughs> I wish I could, man. I'm so jealous of people who can freestyle. I can't. I agree. I can only freestyle comedy. I'm proud of that. I cannot. 
freestyle. And nowadays, the, the new freestyling is people kind of talk it, but I used to kind of do that. I would freestyle the snaps. Right. But there was no beat or cadence right, to it. Right, 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 you right. know, they would come to me in the circle, and I just the beat would stop, and I'd snap on people. Right. And they'd let me snap for about, you know, yeah, right, 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 right. and they go back around. So, you know, I got back on the, that night, I got on the wire, with the, you know, with what I got, the day I got signed up for it, I got on the wire and said, well, what can I do? I, I don't have any talent. And all of them was like, man, you funny as hell. Do some comedy, bro. You funny as shit, man. Do, right, that, right. do comedy. Right. And I was like, I don't know how to do comedy. I had never seen live comedy. I had never seen BET. I had never seen uh, any type of comedy in my life. The only thing I'd ever seen, I've heard albums. I heard Richard Pryor. I heard Eddie Murphy. Right, right. I had heard comedy. But I didn't know how to do comedy. How to perform. So I sat there. I said, well, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? So I went up there and I snapped up. But this is the funniest part. When it was time for me to go out, I took my jeans. I put them under the bed, just creased them and pressed them. I shined up my work boots because I had my trade boots. They gave me all my gear back. Right. You know, I, I couldn't go outside in them, right. but I possessed them. Right, right. You got trade boots, you know, your, your brown boots. I got my jeans. I got my sweatshirt all creased up. I'm ready to go. Town the show. Cop comes to the door. like, nah, bro, you cannot come out here like that. You went stripped down, getting your drawers because you ain't coming out of here like that. So I had to go out to do a talent show in my in my boxers with leg irons and hand shackles. Mm. They had leg irons me and hand shackles. God damn. So I had to get out there with leg irons and a hand shackles because I couldn't be around other inmates if you're not on the same stage. Right, right, right. So I did the talent show, and, and basically I just snapped on the guards. I snapped on the guards. I made fun of dudes. This one dude, I swear to God, every time you put... We used to put a little cardboard in our, in our little window about this big when we taking a shit. And he would come over to every door we saw like that and make us take it down. He only wanted did it. I was like, you want to look at dicks, man. It's obvious. So it was just <laughs> stuff like that. And I, man, I, I won the talent show, um, but Lace wasn't in the talent show. But the craziest part about it is I won the talent show over a known rapper, a Scarry X. Mm. Scarry X was, was in the talent show. I was locked up with Scarry X. Mm. If you know who Scarry X is, and he put up one of his songs and bug you out. He was very talented, mm. very shame. Bad thing happened to him. White boys jumped him, and he was never quite the same um, mm. because he came out with a song called uh, um, "All the Peck of Woods Better Hide Tonight." Mm. Ah. I'm in jail because the white man got me. Fuck a peck of wood. So the Woods called himself in jail Peck of Wood. The Wood, what's up, Wood? What's up, Wood? So they jumped on him, and he got messed up. So he, I, Never, I saw him again when I got out, but he never was like. But Ascari X is a very, very talented, extremely well-known rapper from the Bay Area. Um, and so I, I won the talent show, and it, they didn't give me nothing special, some noodles and something. But I'm telling you, <laughs> when people talk about falling in love with stand-up comedy, yeah. I'm up there in my drawers, shackles and leg irons, and I felt so f wonderful. Just the audience, and I made I made these Aryans laugh. I made the Essays Best laugh. Best in the world. Norteños and Serenos was laughing. Mm. They was all laughing at one time. Best in the world. So then for the rest of my time, I had a couple years left. I started putting together talent shows. Um, they used to let me do comedy when we did trade movement. So when we do trade movement, everybody got to sit down in chairs. And um, everybody got to be on quiet. No talking. Everybody on silent. Um, you cannot talk because they got to hear the radio. Mm -hmm. And everybody goes in a line and walk to their trade. You walk them all around until you go to get your individual trade classes. Trade is like auto mechanics, uh, uh, arts, whatever right. your trade is if you're not in high school. Right. You've got to have a job in jail to keep your phase that you want. Right, right. And I got my phases back. I was back to phase three. And um, they used to let me uh, entertain them every set. So every day, morning school movement, I'd get up and nobody else could say nothing. So it was just like a comedy club. They couldn't say nothing back. They couldn't snap at me. 
So it was I had all full autonomy to just do jokes. Right. And but that, I mean they would tell me you know they yell so I heard that one stuff like that. You know they, you could talk, you could yell at me but you can't be too much. Right, right, right. But I had to come up with new material. Nice. I had to write jokes. The problem is once I got out all my jokes were about jail. jail. So you had to write new new shit. Yeah, but also people tell me I should do more jokes about jail. I don't find a lot of humor in it. I'm trying to. I know people do, but it, I get weird about it, man. I'm kind of traumatized. I'm kind of. I, I didn't find a lot of humor in that. But place. they even like can't. All, a lot of these people relate to some of the stuff I'm saying right now. Too. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they do. I do have one joke I do about this dude making me read a letter from his girl in a woman's voice, and but, <laughs> and it's a, it's a funny as hell. It's a semi-true story. The, the real story behind it, it was my homeboy, and he asked me to, and then as a joke, he said, "Reading a woman's voice." Yeah, right. And this was before I even thought about doing comedy. This in county jail, and that always stuck with me. How funny that was! Yeah. So then I switch it around as a comedian because the jokes, the, the, the punchline's got to be a surprise. Exactly. So then I make it a true story. Yes. So he, he reads. Me, I, I got to read the joke in a woman's voice. Then I end the joke with, "It's his girl saying, I can't wait you you get out, and beat up this pussy. But if you ever want this pussy again, don't you fuck that white boy in your room." <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> she didn't say that yet. Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's where you take something in real life and absolutely. add a punchline to absolutely. it because that didn't happen, but that Anecdotal, makes it funny. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Know, he absolutely. actually, as a joke, said, "Man, read that shit in a woman's voice," because I, I I would read his mama's letters in a woman's voice to mm. fuck, like be funny. Mm. And I was always funny in jail. Like I was always funny with my roommates. I got along with people because I was funny. But you know, jail rules. I sure fought a lot. I sure fought a lot. Ain't no getting around. I don't care how nice of a person you are. You I don't care fight. how much people like you. I don't care what you think. You're going to go in there and not have to fight. You are going to fight. fight. It's just yeah. all there is to it. So as a comedian, right, um, are there any, with, with today's climate of, of comedy, mm-hmm. do you feel any jokes, any topics you can't touch, anything that you kind of stay away from? I mean, well, people are so PC now, man. It's hard to even, like, you know... <clears throat> That's a tough one, man. I don't. I try not to think like that, but I felt more so recently than ever before that people get uncomfortable with certain things. Like I get prejudged sometimes. Right. Like people don't want to laugh at me because I'm a white dude. Right. And you know, I recently got an ancestry test, so I, I do have some African American in me, which I think is funny. I got a joke about that. I, it's my first year being black. <laughs> Basically, white people we tested for your DNA, so your, your melanin count. You might have something in you. You never know. Right. And probably a bunch of racist people would really get a, a wake up when they realize they probably do have some black blood in them. Mm. And, you know, and then that's the whole one shit. drop of black blood that you are black. Mm. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. like you know the human stain. The movie was about him having one drop of black blood, and he got he was getting fired because he used the word spook, but he used it in the sense as a ghost. And it was about a college professor, but anyway. Um, yeah, no, you know, I, I, but honestly, I've really taken such a long, almost break from comedy. It's been, my son's six now. He's a nonverbal autistic. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when he was born, I just, I, I knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. When he wouldn't talk, and it just, it just couldn't go on the road. I had to make sure I kept, my, I got to make sure my son's all right. You know, mm-hmm. he, was, he was confirmed um, autistic. I don't know. I kind of stopped going on. The, I, you know what it is? I stopped seeking shows. Mm. I stopped seeking shows. And, you know, by the grace of my comedy and how many shows I've done, people still called me for shows. Right. I would take anybody who called me for a show. But there's nobody out there in the comedy world that can say, Nima be calling me asking for shows. And it's not because <clears throat> I think I'm too good or something or I don't want the show. 
It's just that it's not my main focus. I got a full time job right now. I work in a warehouse. I, I have a full. I work today. I was up at five in the morning. Right. And I might go back tonight. They asked me to. I don't know if I am. <laughs> um, right. But you know, I got a full time job to have benefits and that solid paycheck because I cannot that? go on the road like I used to go on the road. I used to be out. I mean, I was a road dog. People know me from back in the day. I pop up in any city. Right. And when's the last time you was home? I don't know. Six months ago. Right. You know, I'll be in Chicago. I go over here. I just stay on the road. Right. You know, my first tour was with DC Curry, and he would fly in I would catch buses <laughs> and just meet him there mm. that was the, that was 2001 if y'all want to comment and talk to Nima the number is 678-740-9894 678-740-9894 I have one person watching this <laughs> one <laughs> all these people who waved and said hi that's about it they got off um, so why <laughs> Why did they say hi and get off? <laughs> See, I don't do lives. I didn't even know how to do it. I'd ask you how to do it. If when it comes to hecklers, how do you how do you deal with that? Like, how do you how do you? You know, the funny thing is is I, I don't I don't seek hecklers and I don't like hecklers. Um, I, I I I I deal with it the best I can without taking it too far and without making them feel insulted because I have a really bad temper and I'm a very calm person because I'm sort of afraid of my own temper. You know, the institutional, being institutionalized stuff. Um, I, 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 I don't, I'm afraid of what I'll do. Right. And not because I'm afraid I'm going to kill somebody or something like I'm some, you know, I'm afraid I'll go back to prison. That um, makes sense. And I mean, I'm, I've been out for 24 years, 23 years, how long I've been doing comedy. Anyway, I got out in 99, into 99, July 99. Um, I still got nightmares when I'm in there. Or I have these weird nightmares like, somebody's accusing me of something I'm, I'm facing a murder and I'm on the run right. like it's just really right, right, it right, never right. goes away right. it's just that feeling like my, my life is about to be over again you know and I was facing a death penalty case my original um, sentence was 29 to life Dang. I was supposed to be doing life mm. yeah, I was supposed to be doing life Damn. I, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life in there that's, that was the plan God had another plan for you bro yeah that's what I got to keep telling myself because otherwise I feel guilty because if I was black I probably would have done life you know. So I ask every most comedians that come through here, what is your, you know, top five comedians dead or alive? I'm sorry, I ain't been more funny, y'all. Let's go. We all serious about prison. It always happens to me in podcasts because people always ask me how I started doing comedy, and it's not a hilarious story. It's a very we, interesting story. We got time for it. We're gonna have time to talk about the Super Bowl and all that stuff, and Rihanna. We're gonna talk about a lot of stuff. Good. So, top five dead or alive. You got your last dollar. Who you gonna spend that on? Comedian. Comedians. Wow, man. You know, I was just I thinking. Lot, I was just thinking about this in the car. I was thinking about it because I've conversations in my head. I was thinking about the most overused words in the last couple of years. It's no cap on God and the goat. Facts. Why, how can everybody be the goat? Doesn't that mean the greatest of all time? All time. I mean, if I'm going to say the greatest of all time, in my opinion, it would be Richard Pryor, and that's not just to be on jump on his bandwagon. He transformed what stand-up comedy is from vaudevillian routines to actually talking about real-life stuff. So he created the mold that is stand-up comedy, that, that urban or black comedy now. So right. Richard Pryor, to me, would be the GOAT if he had to choose one. My favorite comedians, man, of course Chappelle, man. I will always be a diehard Eddie Murphy fan. Right. From top to bottom, from everything he's ever done, including movies. I mean, if you, you grew up in my thing. era, and you remember, you know, a Beverly Hills cop, and, that, and he was just so, every movie was just so funny. He's he just phenomenal. Um, we're talking about famous people. <laughs> no, just 
top five. Whoever you think is your top five, you will go see because you so see there's so eight. many people I go see. <laughs> I think Roy Woods Jr. is is, Roy, is a killer. Man, I would go see him. I can name fifteen people I would go would love to go see. Hannibal Burris, um, talent. Um, <laughs> uh, Marshall Brandon's a beast. Um, uh, Joe Claire's a beast. You know, I mean, I, there's, there's so many people. I, if I'm leaving, I'm leaving everybody out because right. there's too many people to even mention. Right. But I mean, there's so many comedians that I intentionally go see when they're in town because I want to watch their comedy. Right. Um, you know, I mean, it's just there's too many to mention. I almost have to back down from even picking a five because I think it's an insult to the talent that we have, and everybody's so different. I think the only way you can get that 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 slot where you're a goat or you're in the top five is if you change the game so completely that now you have morphed what stand-up comedy is. Yeah, I, and you know, Chappelle has done that. Absolutely. Um, you know, Kevin Hart has done that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and a lot of people don't want to say Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, Kevin Hart is hilarious to me. Some of the stuff he comes with. I just watched a clip the other day where he said, he said, I'm scared of wild animals. <laughs> My girl asked me, if I got attacked by a mountain lion, would you protect me? Uh, he said, no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And I'm going to tell you why. And the reason is, and this is why a comedian's brain, man, it was so left field and so brilliant and funny to me. He said, because something's going to happen to her. Right. She's not going to come out the same as she was before. She might lose all this. And I don't know if I want to be with a girl that's missing this part. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just, it's just. It, it, I, I think Kevin Hart is absolutely hilarious. He's a great dude. I, yeah, I cannot. Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Red Paul Fox, Mooney, yes. Paul Mooney, Cat Williams, Cat yes. Williams, Eddie, absolutely. And Cat Williams took me on tour. So thank you so much, Cat. He's one of my favorites, man. Oh, you He's, took Cat out for Bernie? I mean, you can't go. No, wrong Bernie with got. See, that's what I'm saying. There's too many people. I, and that was gonna get bad. I didn't mention Bernie. Of course, Bernie Mac. Uh, David, David, yes, Martin absolutely. Lawrence. I Martin mean, Lawrence, absolutely. for different reasons. I mean, the stand-up wasn't always the funniest in the world to me, but who he is on Martin, his characters. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, so, there's so many people out there. Definitely I mean, take Will Smith back. at the Oscars. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Still got one final. <laughs> Still got one. We're going to jump to some of these topics, man. And, um, definitely chime in anytime you get. So, again, call in 678 740 9894. That's 678 740 9894. All right, man. First of all, I want to I say this opportunity to uh, Super Bowl was good. Yeah. Obviously, Rihanna was the, the, the whole part of the fucking Super mm-hmm. Bowl. That was the biggest talk. I was so mad when I saw she was playing. Fuck ASAP. Man, for dude, that shit. my feelings exactly. Man, I want to kill my baby mama. Man, you can't keep doing that shit. You fucking asshole. Let the slide. He can't pull But you out. keep keep doing this shit. No, okay. He can't pull I'm out. two seconds for me, Drake, Nima, and for Chris Brown being on your ass. But I'm gonna tell you, it's that accent, man. It's, you know, I'm I'm about to be I'm about to be 49 years old. I'm, I'm about, about to be 43 next 49 week. years old, and um, I have a six year old. I have one child, a six year old. I can have children. I've just chosen never to. I, my pullout game was incredible. Um, <laughs> until I started dating a West Indian girl. And uh, when. Oh, speak she, on it. Man, she. Speak on it. I first met her, we were in a club. She told me. She said, My panty all wet up. I was done. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. My, my panty all wet up. That's it. That's it. You want my paycheck I'm today? To get, or I'm about to get you pregnant. <laughs> and I did. That that accent. I, did I tell you about that accent? I told you. I said, Chris Brown got his ass with that Bayesian accent. When they cuss you out, ain't nothing like a yo man hood. Pussy like, hole, blood clot, mother skunt, 
sink down Cause they, they, so they, far. See, the accent is, is pimping because they can sink you down so low, but then they come bring you back up because they, yo, you're you bad man. You, you killed the Punani last night. Right. They, so they, All the they same say, breath. They don't mind telling you you killed the kitty cat. Right. They'll tell you, oh, you eat my pussy better than anybody, baby. You know, so you it's like pimping, man. They bring you up, bring you down, bring and you keep right you off balance. That's right. I think you can whoop my ass. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, she'll stab you. When they get angry, cut you. boy, I, I, I never seen nothing like it, man. But I was will cut you. Yeah, man. But this is good shit. All right, so I have a Brazilian lawyer. You know what I do want to say about the about the Super Bowl that nobody mentioned? I thought it was really funny. That I thought it was ingenious. Is they had a peanut commercial where they roasted a peanut? Yeah, that was fucking. That was right. genius. I mean, how about like when genius. you ro- comedians roast somebody? Look at your shoes. They yeah, roasted a peanut. I know no one that mentioned that at all and, and said that how genius it was to roast a peanut. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. That, that was funny. That was I, I, I forgot about that. <coughs> um, a Brazilian lawyer. Brazilian lawyer dies in a tragic tragic accident weeks after he was shot when uh, doing an MRI machine magnetic field discharges gun and shot him in the stomach. Uh, the hospital staff was unaware he had his firearm and requested that all metal items be removed. Did he die? Before, listen, before entering the MRI's room, but refused to surrender his registered firearm. The magnetic field of the MRI machine gun, the MRI machine pulled the weapon from his waistband and caused it to go off and shot him in the stomach. He later died two weeks later. I'm sorry to his family and friends. I really apologize this happened to this man, but you deserve to die, you dumbass. Who go get a, a MRI machine? A magnetic resonance. What is it called? Yeah. In, 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 Amateur. Yeah. In, what does the I stand for? Imaging. 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 Magnetic yeah. resonance imaging. imaging. Anyway, you go inside the <coughs> tube. Why would you Who the fuck you expect to run up on you in the MRI? In the, and who are you? Bitch, is you trying to get blood? Come on now. He inside the MRI machine. It's probably bulletproof. <laughs> who are you? A Wapo? Like who the Brazilian too. You gotta be a defense lawyer. You gotta be expecting one of your fucking clients run up on your ass. That's funny. Like no, he gave somebody some bad butt. <laughs> bad he, he gave somebody Advice. a bad Bra- Bra- Brazilian butler. I know a good doctor. One <laughs> <laughs> fucked him up. Shot him in the stomach. That is. But the magnetic says pop. That is a dumbass. It probably hovered above him. Oh, <laughs> stupid ass. Go goof ass. Like, and, and and the funny thing is, it's not like the nurses are gonna pat you down. They figured. Because who would do that? You took your shit off. But right? I mean, I've had an MRI before. I was in a gown. What, how, right. Where was he hiding? I was he in his thing. ass like, or something? He, he, he keistered it? They'll let you keep your clothes on. Like, if you just going to a separate place from a hospital. Yeah, they hospital. went to a separate place. But, I mean, I remember to make it take my belt buckle off. My chain, my earrings, all that shit. And he shit. didn't think to mention, oh, by the way, I got a 9mm in my pocket. pocket. Just in case. Oh, but I'll take off my watch off. and my belt and... Jesus. Brazil, baby. That's right Brazil. there. Oh, that's, yeah, that's another whole other story. I, 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 I mean, what the fuck, though? I can't, I can't. My guy, take it off. It's not that big of a deal, man. <laughs> not that big of a deal. That's a story I've not heard of. <laughs> Y'all saw the video with Busta Rhymes, right? Y'all heard about that? Right. So it was a woman. What, 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 he throw his keys at? He, 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 he threw a drink at her. He threw a drink at her. Yeah, Busta Rhymes. The chick Rhymes. said she, she just wanted to touch his butt. She was trying to get his attention just to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And I watched that video a lot of times. She intentionally touched the motherfucker's butt. She did. She touched. There's no fucking way. What was she? Was she, she Asian? White? What was she? Was she was black. She was black. Black woman touched that. A uh, Jamaican dude's ass. That's wild. Ja- Busta ain't playing that shit. Hell no. Is Busta Jamaican? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. 
he he felt ass touched, and he, he he she lucky she wasn't close. He probably would have fucking mopped the floor with her ass. He might have. Cause they don't if you know rawr, 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 like a dungeon dragon. Y'all don't remember the old bus. Hell remember yeah, the, you remember the leaders of the, the new school. Hell yeah. The original leaders of the new school. Hell yeah. Who's that brown? Yeah. Man, that was it. He yeah, was, he yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was she touched his backside. She touched his backside, that's what he did. Well, you know, they got a fat ass now, so um don't that's come a big beat motherfucker. Me up, man. Yeah, that's a big dude. I man. saw this motherfucking person in Charlotte. That motherfucker huge. She lucky he didn't bite him. She lucky I'm gonna bite you. <laughs> yeah, he, he went fucking out. All I could think of of him going higher learning and they got the big ass fight scene with Remy shot like, ah! That motherfucker. I wouldn't. One motion. She touched him and that shit was effortless. Bah! But he, see, he didn't know who was grabbing his ass. At all. So that's the thing. He don't know somebody's grabbing my ass right now. Back your ass up off me. Mm-hmm. It might have been a dude for all you know. And you know, he just, just the, reacted. Not that there's anything wrong with homosexuals. So yeah, they were. They were. They'll, they'll, they'll come out and say something. What do you say about us? <laughs> oh, That's the problem. So we can't is. grab asses? Right. Oh, we should get drinks to the face? Yeah, this video's in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they fuck with our shit all the time. Yeah, they block it. Shit. You like, can't they, 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 men don't like that shit. Yeah, that wow. ass. No. Regular men, like when your girl grab your ass, I'd be like, oh, hold on, that what the fuck? We gotta do all that and shit. My girl play too much. That like shit that. be, yeah, I, I that's I tell her I was locked up, man. She tried to come by and like stick a finger on my butt. Oh, like, hold on. I mean, not naked, like right, with right, jeans right. on. She right. thinks it's just funny. I'm like, man, boy, I be turned. It's an instinct. Put that foot back with me. Back up on me. Cut that shit out. What, what you gonna do? I know, I know. I ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> 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 She just want. She just want to see what the fuck you if you on cute on point. Cause the moment you don't flinch, she be like, "See, see, you been in flinch that. Yeah, he ain't flinched that time. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment. Well, I can't help but flinch. <laughs> Tighten them up. Ah! Get your whole fix. Ah! <laughs> what is that? Girl, that motherfucker ain't flinched this time. I told him he's on the thirty-sixth time. It's gonna break his ass. Eventually, <laughs> it's gonna break his ass. Listen, boy, the boy not tighten up your butt cheeks last time I do it. <laughs> Bounty boy, bounty boy, bounty boy. I think he eased up on a little bit too. Bounty boy. Christ. So they saying uh, there may be a new watch out for the bird flu. Might even make it a second time around, and it's expected to mutate and possibly kill. 50% oh, I thought you were talking humans. about this wristwatch for a second. No, There's no. a new watch out to commemorate the bird flu. No, 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 no. What? No, they said a, a, like you know, look out for it again because it's gonna come back out. And Stop be kissing pigeons. It could kill up to fifty percent of humans on, on after it con- get in contact with it. Fifty so percent supposed to be a stronger strain. Are you saying it has a death? It has it's a, a. It's a higher death toll. As a, it has a death. What do they call it? It's like that. The many, first motherfuckers. That COVID <laughs> shit that that Omarion didn't work. We gonna really we gotta yeah. double this shit up. Turn that shit up. Yeah, they they trying to Burn thin. They they trying to thin out the herd, man. They trying to thin out the herd. You trying to? I'm trying to tell y'all. So watch whatever animals or whatever shit y'all motherfuckers around. Don't eat a bat, touch a cat, none of that shit. Because obviously, they already saying it's, it's going from animal to animal already. And if it touched the humans, it's going to be 50% more deadly than it was before. Is it in Atlanta already? I mean, shit, I hope, I hope it ain't. Cause well, they also told us there was going to be flying spiders last summer in Atlanta. So I don't, They I don't told us a lot of shit. Kill us hornets. I, be, I, I, hear, I hear a lot of stuff to freak us out and scare us. It's to make us self-destruct, man. They don't want to pay them because they know we don't. We don't fucking pay a listen. We didn't listen last time. We was out. We was out in these streets for the two weeks that everybody was supposed Man, to. Man, Atlanta never shut down. Ever. Ever. I mean, I shut down because I got. I, I stayed in it, but them niggas was like, 
they, they still smoke a hookah, still eat, eat I mean, up each other's I we was out riding for George Floyd during the, the full pandemic. Sure you know what I mean? Was. It wasn't no, no lock. That was a... Not a single lock. That lockdown. was a full-out revolution, baby. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I need y'all need something from Lennox. I'm about to be in Lennox real quick, breaking some shit. You need, you ain't you got need no a time. Gucci or nothing fuck, like that. Fuck that pandemic. We got a we got a revolutionary cause. <laughs> right. So yeah, um, that was it was, that was crazy. Um, let's see. We got <clears throat> this is an interesting story. <clears throat> an Australian adult film star said his co-star nearly died after her appendix ruptured while filming an intense sex scene. His name is Kirion Lee. Revealed Plus recently. Yeah, on an episode of the Pillow Talk podcast that his co-star, Angela White, nearly died after shooting an hour-long sex scene in 2013. Buster Appendix? Lee's That's not a dick. That's a dick! <laughs> <laughs> Lee, said, Lee said White complained about having stomach issues after she went back home to Australia for a doctor to see her doctor. He said he blamed himself for his nine-and-a-half-inch penis that burst That ain't even... I mean, there's bigger dicks than that, man. Come on. Really she had a shallow he was, vagina. He was in her guts. He was in her guts. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, there's cats who got 14 inch penises right. on, on porno, man. But he, he, you know, he had to be like, "Bitch, my bad. That was me. That was all me. I didn't even mean to do all that." Damn, I was showing out. I mean, didn't she have any signs like it was hurting? Like she was probably like, "You in my stomach?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah bitch. Yeah, that's yeah, the best compliment. Well, that's the best compliment you can get. Yeah. Right. I feel you in my stomach." Yeah. She ain't done. <laughs> that was cold for nigga back out. Because he was like, oh yeah, I was waiting for you to say that shit. Man, he, he killed her. He had kill her cock. Did y'all kill you with that dick? Tap out. That's what shit did. What the fuck? I was going crazy. But... So she had a ruptured appendix. You know, I mean, there's a chance that her appendix was already close to being ruptured and it burst, and you will die from your appendix being burst. Right. So if it Especially wasn't. If you don't notice it. If you don't, yeah, it I mean, could be it could be ruptured for a while though before you die. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. She, it might have been a coincidence. Yeah, he and he, and he taking the credit for it. I think no, this is, I think this is some bullshit. I think her appendix bust on her own, mm -hmm. and she had no idea, and she died from the bust appendix that had nothing to do with your average nine and a half inch penis, sir. You're taking full credit for this, and now you're gonna be a superstar because you're gonna be everyone <laughs> see the porno of the guy that killed a bitch with his dick. It's like a boxer kills somebody in the ring. <laughs> And then they're like, man, everybody wants to see him fight. You know, he killed the last guy in the ring. <laughs> it might be, this might be another I mean, time. what's going to be the next porno he shoots? Like, the girl's been, you know the last bitch he fucking killed her. But you know, I'm out here killing these hoes, right? <laughs> right, right <literally. laughs> you, you sure you want some of this? Make her sign a contract. Because I don't know where this shit can you go. You got to sign a death waiver <laughs> to fuck me. You understand me? I don't know where this shit can go. It can go anywhere. Left or right. That is, that is, that is, yeah. Choose wisely. So, that's a hell of, that is a hell of a brag, though. That is a I think I think it's I think it's a coincidence, and he's taking the credit. That's like if you punch somebody, they fall and bust their head, and, and they, they die from break. Yeah, from punching. Right. You didn't kill. He put his head. Right. This chain of events that took place. This happened. You might want to stop saying it because DA might be like, uh huh. Right. right. And you I'm might just say this shit in the podcast. Remember? Right. You said I'm out here killing bitches. Right. <laughs> Let the record reflect. It on he said, I'm out here killing bitches. <laughs> that sounds like an admit, admittal to murder. Exactly. Uh, did y'all see the video with Lady Gaga having some chick puke on her mm. while playing drums? I have not seen, well, I don't watch much social media. But yeah, I it's, 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 it was going around. So is it a sexual thing? Or no, she was just playing drums. And this girl's like, ah, ah, ah. 
making herself gag. It was green, like super well, green. Why was she making herself gag? She was gag. She, she was white, wasn't she? Yeah. But, she uh, threw up on her titties. Like, that's white people. The weirdest shit ever. And she was like. Did you keep playing? Can't play. Wow, Lady Gaga's a soldier. She probably could have took that dick. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking she probably get pissed off. She, she probably, took that, that vomit too easily. Yeah, she, she probably could have took that dick. <laughs> she could have nine and a half. Yeah. She probably would have took that. She could have took that. But then, I was like, come on, vomit it on? That's, that's, that's a lot. Wasn't it like a year ago some chick peed on the, on the dude laying the on the floor? still going around right Still now. going around because they can't fucking believe it. And literally, he's laying on the floor letting her piss in his mouth. And it wasn't like, it's like a stream. Man, not I'm, like a little bit. It's like a scream. Like one of them types that you, you, you bit me squat. Is he at least spitting it out? No, I don't know. I don't remember the scene. I was waiting for the bitch to shit on him. Cause right, I, at that point, she, was she cocked over and got him. That's like the biggie. <laughs> she want to shit on him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she want me to cock over like him. Right. Man, that's crazy, man. That's Motherfuckers fetishes, wow. you know what I'm saying? Right. All types of crazy You know what my fetish is? What? Pussy. Right. That's it. I ain't got no extra fetish. No extra shit. You don't, you don't want no crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm turned on, on by simple like shit. Like I'm turn, I, I, like I kind of want to fuck a bank teller, that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like I go to a bank, I go to a bank and I look at the bank tellers. I look at you know, like schoolgirl outfits and shit like that. I look normal shit. I don't, there's My nothing weird. Is, uh, scrubs. I love scrubs. See, see, I that's, love nurses. Scrub, nurse? that scrub shit does something. So. See, these are normal fetishes. You, you're impressed. See, my mother was a nurse, so I, I did never. Okay, you, I love, so yeah, it doesn't. You do it for you, one and stuff, but so that I'm, goddamn you, scrubs does something to me. I mean, this, this man, if you, simple fetishes, man. If you got weird fetishes, something a little bit wrong with you. Like, I gotta understand foot fetishes for the life. I don't me. get that. Fetish. I can't. I be trying. I be asking. I got two friends who went in, and I, I, when they describe it, I just can't. Now, I just sucked the toe. I just sucked the toe before. I sucked the toe, but not. Nah, but it's for like, her benefit. They I got nothing like, out of it. I've been placing with dudes like, yo, can you do me a favor, shorty? Can you take your shoes off for a minute and just walk around? Like, it's that type of shit. Like, I'm going to stop the conversation. Take your shoe off for me. I just want to. I'm like, what? You're looking at uh, shoes like they tit, like a pair of titties on the ass. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I can't get it. I don't get it at all, man. I don't get that shit at all. I don't get it at all. To my one loyal person, one of the same person still watching. <laughs> That's hilarious. My glass man. Hold on now, little honey dip. Uh, yeah, they two people. All right now. What the, what, what that you say is a four four. <laughs> so the world's worst McDonald's in Ottawa, Canada, closes down after over nine hundred police calls and one viral raccoon fight. A viral raccoon. It was set to, it's set to close as the door good for the door after forty years of service. Wow. 900 police calls and a viral raccoon fight. I think we need to get that that McDonald's and bring the employees down to Atlanta and let them go into a Waffle House and, <laughs> and have a battle and, royal. And bring the raccoon. And bring the raccoons. <laughs> I want to see the fucking fight. I was looking for that shit. Looking to fight. Like, that is crazy. How the fuck you referee a raccoon fight? Like, hold on. Let the motherfuckers go. Them niggas been at it all the time. Let's go. Like, what was the white girl from Waffle Waff House? Betty, Waffle House Becky, wasn't her? Do you, she's like kind of known now because she was. You didn't see that, that, that video? was in the fight. I seen the oh, fight. She was in there throwing them. Boy. She, she was, was getting. Ah, 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 I know she. Her. They talked to her after. No, that she she became like a meme. A meme? She oh, became, her name was like Waffle House, House Betty. Betty or some shit. Some, some she was get. Name. She was throwing hands. She was throwing them hands. She man. had to. That shit was I mean, a melee. Full out rumble, Roy rumble. You got to. I mean, you, if you go up around back, black folks, you better be able to fight a little bit. The thing I, I I was talking to somebody about this recently about why you know people from the hood or black people go up in rough environments. Now black people are just stronger, straight, just from junk. 
but, but people who grow up in, in, in the hood environments, I think we, we grow up play fighting. Facts. You know what I mean? It's like rites of passage. It's oh, like they, white people don't white people from nice neighborhoods don't like they wrestle and whatnot. Right. They're not slap boxing. But I mean, I grew up almost every day. I would slap box with my friends, and we used to really hit each other. Yep. I mean, we wouldn't try to knock each other out, Just but we used to. We were know. having full out fights. We would have full out fights, and you know it would be short and it'd be quick. But everybody who were your friends in the hood, you yep. knew who had hands, yep. and you pretty much knew who could whoop whose ass. Facts. But you also knew you're still gonna have to fight me, and nobody really wants to fight, so you play fight. You, you, I mean, I got, I got whooped a few times, but I got mine in. Yep, yeah, absolutely. You, you learn how to fight. It's you had like, to. You know, you just had to like, all right, don't let me do the fuck I did the other day. Now cut the shit. You gonna have to fight. <laughs> cut the shit. So it's, it's it's like it's like it's like fight training your whole childhood. Yep, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, a Utah woman uh, named Lindsay White goes viral on TikTok for being able to breastfeed through her armpits. That is disgusting. And why so, is another white woman? And her name so, is White. What's no, going on? There's a black woman this time. There's a black woman named White. Lindsay White. Breast free out of the, the the ducks in Are her. Are you sure throat. it's not just her titty long and she and she? <laughs> you sure she don't have a long titty? And she puts the nipple <laughs> through the back. That's just the nipple, the long titty nipple. Long titty out. nipple. I think that might be just a long titty. That motherfucker nipple. was squeezing through her armpit and squirting in the baby's face. I was like, but that's yeah. one fetish I do have. I like big nipples. My dude. I, I like. I like, big, about I like big areolas. I, I, I like big nipples. Oh, big areolas. I like big nipples. You gotta treat a little nipple like a like an ice cream. How <laughs> we <laughs> breast milk? I mean, it's it's associated. It's associated. Put it out. Put it out. I mean, associated. You gotta go. You gotta. I just think. I just think. It's the origin. I, I just think she has some long titties. I like. I do it, but I do. I'm mean, a big areola guy. That's I don't care about areola. I have actual nipple. I like yeah. a big old nipple. I like a big nipple. I, I do. I like the nipple to, to, to be present. Absolutely. <laughs> but the areola, that, that, that motherfucker do something to me. Especially. Like big. Yeah, when they light skin and they be like big a fucking, girl. you know what I'm saying, like an English muffin. Yeah, that's that's a whole lot. Yeah. That's, I like that motherfucker. Like, bring, bring that motherfucker over bring here, girl. Titties are wonderful. It's a beautiful thing. Titties are beautiful. The diac- that's a good fetish. The, I, the, the, Titties are a perfect the fetish. Foot? These are normal the fetishes. Thing, Titty, ass, pussy. Yeah. Neck, maybe. Yeah, no, uh, no. forehead. That's you know that girl with big forehead. Rihanna, Rihanna, she get the she get the pass. Then I heard this video right after I watched that shit. After I was full out angry at, at, at ASAP, ASAP, and I'm like, you know, all the things that are beep. I, I don't, I'm not on social media enough because I work too much. But right. all the things people are saying right now pop right in my head, right, right in my head. I'm a comedian. First thing I thought is, damn, he he, he got. A, he, that's why his name's ASAP. Right. Boom. And right. then all the suits. Oh, that's ASAP's come going behind her. Right. All that shit. But <laughs> the, the next video I watch is uh, they explaining um, that the reason Chris Brown beat her ass is she gave him herpes. And I'm sorry to say, the first thing I said is, I'll take the herpes. Allegedly. I, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, bro. Allegedly, right. But it is Rihanna. I might, I might take I might a Rihanna herpes. Yeah, I might, I might take this. <laughs> I might take this. That's, 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 so, that's, that's a famous herpes. I would just say, I, would oh, ask, I got this shit from, I, bitch? I, I, I would say, look, can, can we have a real conversation? Are you presently inflamed? Right. <laughs> Are you, you know, are you, are you having an outbreak? Are you having a moment right now? You have a right. full outbreak right now. now. Okay, because we could take a break. We could get back in a couple of days. I'd risk it all. ASAP was like, fuck so it. Ah, I would. Ah. Well, you know, they got, they got, she's a millionaire. They got medication I now. I bitch, I buy me a whole bottom half. You're right. a billionaire. Give they me got a whole. medication now where it's, you sure do. really have it. Right. But it's in your blood system. Right. Maybe you all got some version of it, but it ain't to that. 
extreme. But yeah, bitch, I want the one that make a motherfucker climb the mountains and shit. I want the one on the commercial. Give me that, those meds. I'll be good. I know the meds. Thank you. I can still ride a bike and I can still wear underwear and try all shit in the store. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. What's going on right there? So, yeah, I want that one. But it's, if it's Rihanna, that's a hell of a story. You think, you ain't gonna fuck me? You know who I got this shit from? You know Rihanna? the origins of this shit? You don't want no Rihanna herpes? You know what Come this on, Rihanna man. shit? This is... You know what this rude boy, the umbrella, umbrella, you want this shit? This is... Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll repeat that allegedly. Because I don't want to put no dirt on Rihanna's name. Because I love you. I've loved you since umbrella. I do love you. Yeah. So, yeah. Fuck Chris Brown. He said it. I didn't mean to say it. Well, I fucked with Chris Brown. Because, man, he's hit after hit. Yeah, this he, this new joint is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, fuck with Chris Brown. Um, yeah, I heard about well, you probably didn't, the the NBA player that uh, for the Brooklyn Nets, he got fined forty thousand dollars after an interview, and in the interview he slipped out and said no homo. What? What's wrong with that? He was saying they were saying, hey man, you did a pretty good job tonight. Um, joke the the reporters because jokingly it's saying, a derogatory term homo in general, right? Yeah. So he said, you know, they, they, I guess they brought a good, a, a younger, better-looking guy on the team to kind of get them going. He said, well, we already had good-looking guys on the team already before I came. And no homo. And and the player looked at him like, shit, you can't say that. Yeah, the player looked at him like, shit, nothing. No Forty thousand dollars, and he had to make, you know, a grand apology. <clears throat> so he goes on Twitter and social media and makes his apology. That's ridiculous, man. Forty grand. But he, the era I grew up in, man, the TV we was saying, we was saying that shit left and Man, right. come on, man. We was in it. Well, you can say anything. Television, you can say anything in television. Archie Bunker. I was just about to say. People get banned on every level today. Archie, but he was hilarious. But the thing is, when you address racism so directly like that, it, it, it's, it's, it's cleansing. Right. Because, you know, you showed the real side of Archie Bunker. He wasn't a bad person. It's what he was taught. Right. You know, and he wasn't somebody that, you know, hurting people. <laughs> He just had his dumbass opinions. Right. And he was a loser. Right. That's what made it okay. He was dumber than everybody. It showed that, that it, it, basically what I what I got out of it growing up is that racists are stupid. Right. Are dumb people. And they're right. the lowest denominator of intelligence. That's why the um, the, the, the daughter's boyfriend, Rob Reiner, right. he, he, he was the intelligent one. Right, 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 right. You're attacking it. Like, right. Intelligent people don't believe in this bullshit, Archie. Right. Yeah. And that's where uh, um, uh, what's uh, what's his name got a spinoff of uh, moving on up Jefferson Jefferson yeah yep. all them shows Wait. them dudes will be canceled today be canceled they by far even Taxi because you know Latka yeah be, you know they be like you said they addressed it head on and and you know the writers understood what it was and again it wasn't as sensitive as we are now there's so many everybody's too sensitive they hiding behind shit there's no open dialogue that makes people feel more alienated. And then, you know, it's like, you can't teach what happened to black people in schools. Right. I mean, come on, man. Right. I mean, they already don't teach enough. Right. But to take it out because they're afraid that they're going to hurt the feelings of these, these young white kids. Right. Now, fuck your feelings, man. You're right. supposed to learn what happened so it doesn't repeat. Absolutely. And you're supposed to feel guilty. Oh, because I feel so guilty. It's messing up my self-esteem. I don't know how to move on. You're supposed to feel a little bit guilty. You're but you're not personally that. guilty. You're supposed to feel guilty in the sense that this can never happen again. Right. And that you should be ashamed of what your forefathers did. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I don't know, man. You, just, you, you can't know. erase history, man. You cannot be erased. You cannot. But see, I'm, you're talking to the wrong person. I was in the damn nation of Islam in jail. So, you, you know what I mean? We, we thought the revolution was going to happen in 1999. That's what we truly thought. I've got a copy of Muhammad Speaks at home right now from 1999. And it basically is telling, you know, in my mind, I, 
the answer of Muhammad that I was in prison, I thought that the revolution in the world was going to, the end. Babylon was going to fall in 1999. The, fa- the, the fall of Babylon was the, was prophesized. That we, it was it. We were going to go out there and Y2K. Yeah. Y2K. But it wasn't even that. It was, it, was, it was the fall of Babylon. It was, it was the Islamic belief that America was going to crumble. But we still here. We still here. We still here. Strong. Twenty some years later. Yeah, man. All right. So you got this guy named Yuri Talaka, a, a bodybuilder who went viral for marrying a sex doll. Uh, Talaka tied the knot with his but sex why? doll, Margot, in a grand he ceremony held in <laughs> November 2020. After date, oh no, held in a ceremony. He met her in 2020, 2020 and they was dating for a year before he asked her to get married. Uh, in September of 2022, hmm. he announced Margot's pregnant. Come on, man, with that bullshit. <laughs> he's, he's schizophrenic, and what is he gaining out of even marrying her? Is it a tax break or something? Like, what are you getting out of marrying? And what if she left him? That'd be what, what if she said no? What if she said, <laughs> <laughs> is she like she a... Just, her face like... <laughs> what kind of is that a yes or no? Now, I had a homeboy that actually had a sex doll, and about all the time. Like, it's like, one of those, this is one of the good ones. He said it was realistic, man. man. I'm telling you, man, my stroke getting better. I said, man, I want to hear about your motherfucking <laughs> stroke, old boy. <laughs> Tell me about your stroke. He said he practices stroke <laughs> on the sex doll. Like, bro, inappropriate, bro. He said stroke getting better. How do you get this motherfucker pregnant? Silicone. I mean, he didn't. He, he did not. I know what I'm saying. This is like, come on. He, he had a baby shower and all that kind of shit. Stop on, cutting man. it off. She, she, she had a gummy bear. What the hell? Where Where you you gonna, I promise, I mean, I mean, researching. And sometimes now, at this point, I've been doing so long, people send this shit to me. I really don't got to look no more. People just send shit Meanwhile, to me. Meanwhile, Russia wants to send a, a nuclear missile above us. We got so mad they can't get balloons trouble, over our asses. But it's going to knock out all our all our electronic systems and make all the cars freeze and the planes drop. And, and he, he fucking dolls. He getting pregnant. Dolls. Getting pregnant. I mean, his priorities is in they the right place. They can't say no. I mean, shit. She, she really can't, yeah. She married him. Right. Buy her a ring? Uh, I mean, at this point, what the fuck was you going to say? When she, they had sex, she's like, I want to try something new. <laughs> she'd be like, okay. Oh. I want to get you pregnant. I don't think I want to pull out. I mean, if it, 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 <laughs> I don't want to pull out tonight. Can I? Can I? Can, can, I, can, can I take the condom off? I don't want this to irritate you. You're allergic, ain't you? <laughs> I know. What if he had to, like, finesse it with her? Like, he really was so sick in his head. He had to, like... Trust me, baby. I'm not gonna leave you down. I'm gonna take care of the sea. Come on, man. People like get he... weirder and weirder and weirder the more we get submerged in social media, man. That's just reality. That's man. true. Yeah. I feel like he props up and asks her, "You see you in your period tonight?" It's a, <laughs> it's a good time. He has four conversations with her. It's tonight. Why you? Why you mad? Why you mad? Why you acting like that? Why you acting all free? <laughs> but you don't like me no more. <laughs> Oh, you doing this? We doing the silent treatment? That's what we gonna do. I'm gonna go on the couch. I ain't gonna move with this bullshit no more. This bitch ain't talking to me now. You know what I'm saying? She just won't talk to me, no matter what I say. She walked away. Don't you have to get a license for that? Like he had to go, like go get a marriage license and say that I'm marrying. Yo, they have a video of people at the wedding reception and him like other people supported this shit. Yes, that's the crazy part. It's a football video. This you know, he just, he, he a bodybuilder. He, you want to know what to beat? You know, he going to beat his ass. He going to bring everybody's ass. Hey, man, you going to come to my wedding. <laughs> okay, you're a go. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I had something to do, but I'm gonna cancel it. I'm gonna come watch you marry the silicone dog. My bad. I'll be there. Ridiculous. I'll be there. <clears throat> I got a last one. Nearly five million bottles of Fabuloso cleaner was reportedly recalled due to bacterial contamination. The company announced that a preservative was not added to the intended levels during manufacturing, which resulted in the growth of a bacteria called Pseudonomus. The species is most commonly found in the soil and water and can enter the body if inhaled through the eyes or through a break in the skin. Well, I'm glad that didn't happen when I was a kid because I'd have been dead because we would put the fabuloso on the stove and burn the fumes. That's a gas. How does the antibacteria do a solution have bacteria? That's the funny shit about it. The antibacterial solution because they forgot the antibacterial factor. It's like, oh, you forgot to put, you didn't put enough in that motherfucker. Now it's bacteria, nigga. But you know what? Never mind, never mind. My mother would put bleach in too, so my mother would put bleach in everything. So yeah. it was already knocked out. Yep. So if she, if she cooked the fabuloso on the stove, the bleach would be in there too. Yep. She added the disinfectant. Then. Right. My mother so put bleach on everything. If you got fabuloso, your shit may be contaminated if you get recalled, so be, be aware. Or add some bleach. Five million. Or add bleach to Add bleach to everything. Add bleach to everything. All right, what you got, brother? What's, give, give them your social media stuff. Give them all your... And I got birthdays, too. Um, what, well, to my shows. two people following, right, watching me. Um, love y'all. over there, too. Uh, yeah. The people, yeah. We got them. Um, it's at Nima Williams. N-E-M-A Williams. Amen backwards. It's just a coincidence. Um, oh, N-E-M-A. A-M-E-N. Nima Williams on everything. Um, I think TikTok's... <coughs> I just started TikTok. So I just, I'm on TikTok. I follow you. Think it's uh, is it Nima Williams or it's something else? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know you. It was might be comedian Nima Williams. I don't even know, man. I just started doing that. I just started eating this shit hard. They kick me off that shit every time. I, I just like something to look, offend I them. There's a whole lot of, you know what? It, the, the women on here be so damn fine. They like, do. You don't realize how young they are. And I, I went to one girl's live, and oh, there's a fucking child. Because when they start talking, you realize how young and, and I'm like, man, I, this is. Right. They pretty in the pictures. Probably filters and all kinds of shit going on. Yeah, you got to ask. But this girl, I clicked on this girl's live and I clicked on her accident. She's like on a bag going, yeah, so guys, I'm thinking about doing my own clothing line. And, um, <laughs> Dude, let me get the fuck off this I'm shit. Like, man, I feel perverted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know I was on this. Grown <laughs> man. Excuse me. We got you, Nima. We was waiting for this shit. Back to Jill you go, sir. The fourth horse is fabuloso on my dick. Disinfect my soul. Um, what I got going on? I'm about to head to New York for a little while, man. I got to call some people, let them know I'm coming, but my flight was in the air. I have the flight booked, but I might change it because I got some stuff here I got to take care of. But as of now, I'm going to be in, in New York from like March 22nd to... Um, um, I mean, February 22nd, like March 3rd or 4th or something. But anyway, I'm doing the Apollo March 2nd. Nice. So I'm headlining the Apollo uh, March 2nd. Dope. So I get to actually see my name on the Apollo marquee, man. That's going to be a great be experience dope. for me. Take a picture of that shit. Yes, yeah. that's going to be a great picture. Other than that, man, every Thursday night, I'm over here at Tito's. So you pe anybody in Douglasville, I'm hosting um, Tito's on Thursday night right here in Douglasville. And uh, the um, tonight we uh, ne tomorrow night we have Double D, hilarious Double D, who's a c complete beast on stage, and uh, Shorty Kendall Jackson next week. Okay. So Shorty's okay. hilarious, um, and it's gonna be comedians um, um, every week. We have people come in do guest spots. It's a workout room, but mm -hmm. you gonna have a headliner, and I'm a host, so it's gonna be a good show regardless. I'm bring a funny headliner, bring a funny host, me. And uh, people come in and do spots. Other than that, man, you know, I'm just trying to really, really, really get myself to start going back on stage more. Because now my son is six years old. 
and he's at a point where we're about to get him into, into a school program, mm -hmm. into an ABA program for autistic kids. We want to get him to be able to talk. The thing that's so frustrating with him, he's an absolute genius. He's a musical genius. He knows everything he's doing. He just won't talk. And it's frustrating when someone is that age, and he can, he can take, he cook his own meals, do everything himself. He can do things that... I don't like that he can't talk when he does stuff like locks the goddamn door on me. <laughs> he, can, he can lock the door. He can lock me out. Mm -hmm. And it's I can't communicate. Open the damn door. But he's a genius. He's super smart. And don't ever think autistic kids are dumb in any way. They're not any different. Right. They just have a different way of learning. And I see his genius every day. And it blows me away. I just mm. can't wait to hear him say what yeah. he wants to do with his life and what he wants to be. Mm. Um, so, you know, he's, he's, he's not special. He's not handicapped. Right. He just he has a different way of learning things. And he does things that I can't even comprehend. Like, on his phone, he, like, finds things on YouTube. And he learned how to mirror the TV, the phone. For the t I, can't, I, I don't even know how to do that. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to do the stuff he does on my phone. Right. And he does it just automatically. No one, no one can All teach him. No one can, but he, no one can teach him. Right. Because he can't talk. Right. So somehow he just automatically knows how to do everything. I put a keyboard in front of him. He started playing piano. Like, he's a genius. He will one day. But anyway, all that to say, yeah, right. He ain't got, he ain't got shit to say. Right, like, basically, he ain't got. Because my six-year-old talk. Yeah, basically, baby, he ain't got shit to say. But saying that to say, I'm at a point right now where I've, I, I said I was gonna put in five years with him, stay home dad, five years. But now we at six, and I think it's time for him. You know, and this, his his mother is on, on top of it. We got him in the ABA program. We got him speech therapy three times a week. And we, we try to get him, prepare him to get into school. And when he's in school, I can really, you know, get back to, to what I love, which is stand-up comedy. But the only thing I love more than stand-up comedy is my son. So it's, it's one of them things. Facts. So I'm going to get back on the circuit. I'm going to get back on the scene. Um, I've had people say, you still doing comedy? But, you know, I'm Nima Williams, man. I'm never going to stop. Come on. I've been Look, doing this way too long. Like I'm, you said, you get away from it too long. That motherfucker itch. Well, oh, I still got to get on stage. I can't. That's why I said I can't go 14 days. I have to find a way to get on stage. If I go too long, I'm going to go pop up at Uptown or something and just get five minutes in or something. You got to get on stage. You can't stay off for more than a week or two. It's just it's all there is to it. If you're really a, a comedian, you can't walk away from it. I don't care if I never got paid for it again. I would still have to do it. Yeah. Because you watch somebody, you be like... I gotta go home and write some shit. Oh, I gotta write some shit. Yeah, let me get let me get some real quick. Yeah, you missed some shit. I could I'll be showing up at the, the dude's wedding with the with the sex doll. Can I get five minutes real quick, please? <laughs> Before you say I do, let me see. Let me see some shit. Five minutes real quick. Um, other than that, man, me and my my writing partner, um, Plug Chapman, we wrote a script Plug. during the pandemic. He's been here. Um, and he's he's shopping it real hard right now. It's a really funny um script. I got two other scripts I'm working on, one of which is with Plug, one of which is about myself we're working on. Um, so, you know, I did a lot of writing in L.A. when I was there. My writing partner at that time was Tony Roberts. Mm. was my roommate, my writing partner. I was roommates with a lot of people. Dion Cole was my roommate. That's my guy. Yeah, Dion Cole was my roommate. Tony Roberts was my duh. Tony Roberts um, And we had, a, we had a, a pilot that um, basically was Comedy Center Wanted. Mm. But the funny thing is it was ahead of its time. Now, listen to what the pilot was called. It was ADD TV. This is before All Deaf Digital. Okay. It's called ADD TV. And what the, the concept was is we have really short sketches, and then we change the channel and the sketch switches to another sketch. And bottom line is it was a sketch show that is what everybody's doing on social media right now. Right now. Mm. It was no sketch longer than three minutes. Mm. And we would switch back and forth. So you would watch a part of a sketch, and it would change the channel, 
and then you'd see the punchline afterward. Mm. And it was basically ADD, you know, attention deficit disorder. It was right. ADD comedy. <clears throat> but it was way ahead of its time. Um, we had Wayne Brady back in it. We had uh, Kevin Hooks, um, mm. who was back in it, too. You know, they just passed on it because it, it just it, it wasn't Didn't a format it. for it yet. And we this is before Chappelle show. This is before people were really watching sketch shows like that. They were thinking Saturday Night Live. They were thinking in-depth sketches that right. probably go on too long. Right. A show like that would have been great right, right now. now. So, um, you know, then I, I left L.A. at that point, moved to New York, and, um, you know, just really got into the grind of doing stand-up in New York. Kind of stopped writing for a while. Oh, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to set it back up. I'm about to get huh? back in the right. Benny Hill used to do sketches like that. Yeah. yeah that was my guy. Yeah, and they used to run, they'd speed up the camera, and they'd run around, and it was all sexual. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't really sketches. They were more just, like, sexually created. They were sketches. It was, it was sketches. It was exactly what Benny Hill did. He was way ahead of his time. So uh stuff going on here, local stuff. Um I'm I'm going to New York, I'm doing the Apollo. Um the only thing I got out right now that's new is day after the pandemic. We had we shot a movie, it's hilarious. If y'all get a chance to watch that, it was streaming on something. I am streaming right now on stars, so if you want to watch the the, the full First Amendment. First Amendment, it's streaming on stars yeah. right now, so you can watch that. I am on T V right now at least. Um, and day after the pandemic, it's a hilarious movie. I'm trying to remember Homeboy's name. <coughs> I have a real bad memory right now because I'm tired. <coughs> I got up so early. <coughs> so uh, that's about it, man. Not a whole lot of stuff. Just uh, raising my child, trying to be funny, and uh, um, you know, staying away from sex dolls and, and, and side nipples. <laughs> well, Fabulosa. I, I thank you for coming out, bro. Appreciate and, you, and, and man. Reaching out. I mean, I'll reach out to you and you with something to come through. God know you. <laughs> Okay. There's a birthday party uh, happening upstairs, and it's all for me. Who the fuck cares? They won't notice old. if I never go and uh, show my face. They just uh, looking for a reason they can celebrate. Okay. I hate to waste a vanilla hey. cake that they like made for me. I tell the same cake. stories they Sir. pretend they never heard. February 13th. Y'all know him. That guy that does the damn show that Jerry, Jerry Springer, 79. I remember when he said that. I need a few to roll. I'm a real Somebody please tell Jimmy to put the pistol down. He's serious this time. He's gonna kill me now. And you regret it when I hit the ground. But now everybody got around. It's happy birthday. It's a birthday party. Yeah. Happy birthday. Send me a motherfucker. Yeah. Send me a Uh, you got Jim Brown. Right, yeah, we'll play activism in terms of 
us with some laughs and if you have not seen this episode by any chance i don't know why you would even miss it you can replay it all right you can see it on roku tv pandora amazon music google play itunes iHeartRadio, um facebook misfits of comedy instagram face misfits of comedy all one word um uh, what else am i missing lab youtube right um we on all platforms, all pretty platforms. much. I, I try yeah, to name we, all of them. I can never it. fucking remember all 30-something of these motherfucking platforms. Either way, you can see it continuously in a loop, nonstop. There's no reason for you to say you haven't seen it, all right? So next week, we'll be here again, same time, same bat channel, 8 o'clock. See you guys next Wednesday. Misfits of Comedy. Peace. Appreciate you talking this and that. I need this, I need that. What about what I need, you know? Check. I need whoever won the Powerball to holler at me. I need women to stop thinking men and make them happy. I need Obama to say, fuck it, let me free Mamiya. I need Jeff Jam to treat Jay the good as people. I need my son to feel the cops wouldn't shoot him down. That's for Michael Brown. I need Nike 